0: I have a good Bach story for you. Uh,
1: Barbara Bach? Or, or am I too old to
0: <laughs>
1: be throwing that name no, out?
0: not a Barbara Bach. I wish it was a Barbara Bach story, but no. So
1: That's the original Daisy Duke, if anybody doesn't right. know.
0: Would that be
2: right. B-A-C-H? That is it great. was.
1: Ringo Starr's wife at one time.
2: What? Ooh, really? Go Ringo. Really? Yeah. Nice. I got a little bit more respect for Ringo now.
0: Tom Opat was uh, from the town <laughs> next to... Uh, Middleton, where I grew up, Wanakie, did we just Wisconsin. take a whole just different yeah. turn going to the old? So yeah, we're we're totally doing an all Dukes of Hazard podcast. <laughs> yeah. How how are we gonna pair beers to Dukes of Hazard like that? Let's noodle on that. Schlitz, for next, yeah, hams. <laughs>
1: This is Craft Beers and Cheap Meals with the Clydesdale Crossfitter. I am Scott Schweitzer, and I am the Clydesdale Crossfitter. My friends and I like to hang out and relax over craft beers and really, really good food. We want to take you on a journey as we discover these new and exciting places. Come along for the ride. If you enjoy these podcasts, please hit that subscribe button and consider giving us a really good rating. Thank you for joining us. Now, off to this week's episode. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Craft Beers and Cheap Meals with the Clydesdale Crossfitter. Uh, we are actually just doing a roundtable discussion tonight. So, I have with me the regular cast. Uh, to my left, I have Mike Dorwell. What's going on, Mike?
2: Not much. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great. You sure about Other that than, uh, uh, after yeah, that? Yeah, the Penn State butt kicking. Yeah. <laughs>
3: just waiting for my turn <laughs> good times good times
1: uh, to my right i have kit hagen what's going on kit
3: uh,
0: nothing do we really have to have the podcast center decorated in all chicago bears paraphernalia i mean really i, I got to sit I think through I have this one pittsburgh pirate thing somewhere oh man um
1: but yeah pretty much all bears bears the
0: bears go back go
1: Packo. uh and then i've got matt Zetzer. what's going on
3: matt oh H. how you doing tonight uh, i <laughs> Hey, where were you all day there, Matt? Uh, here and there, watching some football. I don't know if you guys saw that, but uh, it was at Ohio State. Who'd they play again? I can't uh, remember. I think it was Penn State. That's right. Thank yeah. you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was able to rip down all my Penn State stuff in the cave uh, before everybody got here. So it's just the bare stuff that's left. So uh, we're, we're here just chilling out, talking about some stuff. And what we kind Drink of had beers. planned is uh, it's the week of Thanksgiving. Uh, every craft beer store you go into, you're inundated with the holiday beer selection now. So what we did is we all brought samplings of holiday beers, and throughout the podcast we're going to taste some and let you know what we think of these holiday beers. Now we are going to be upfront about this. This is not any of our favorite genre of beer, right, Correct. guys? So, mm-hmm. so,
0: so why is that for you guys? Because I, I can think of some a couple things right off the top. The spices, right? Yes. Right. Yeah. It's not hoppy. Yeah, and, and just I'm not a huge ginger fan. It's always some kind of ginger and spice or thing all in spice. There. I mean, or when some of those
2: allspices are just so um inundated in these beers that you can't get past yeah, it. Yeah, exactly.
1: And I think they're heavy handed. Yeah. You know, it's not a subtle subtle clove, it's like hit you over the head generally. So You
2: mean kinda of like Ohio State today with Penn State?
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you said it, not me. Uh, it's gonna
1: be a great night. <laughs> As we get more beer in us, I'm sure the jokes are going to get better. <laughs> All right, guys. So, so what happened this week? I know Kit, you were out of town. Uh, everybody had a little bit going on. So,
0: yeah, I was uh, I was in Philadelphia actually, and I went to uh, Conshohocken Brewing. I like to think of it as Coshocton Brewing, but it's not. It's <laughs> Conshohocken <laughs> Brewing, and uh, took uh, I think eight eight little samples there. They had a pretty interesting winter wheat. You know, you think of a wheat beer as a summer beer and kind of fruity. It was a white winter wheat lager, not super fruity, kind of dry. And Did was they put any good. fruit in it? I there mean, was like no they, fruit in no it. No garnishing? No, no okay. garnishing at all. And it was a pretty good beer. So that was uh, that's the one I give them the thumbs up on.
1: And the other seven?
0: Yeah, well, it was so okay. Much. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I I, uh, I mean, we're I'll not allowed to repeat some of the words <laughs> well, you put in the text. You know, it's funny because I, I was having this this one beer, and for me, it was legit the worst beer I had in the sample. And there was a dude on the bar stool right next to me, and he got a big old, like, 24-ouncer of it and was just tearing <laughs> it apart. And I'm like, oh, man, that, that bear is horrible. And he was chugging it down. So, it, you know, it's always a style thing, I think, with people.
1: Yeah, so uh – uh I haven't been to Philly in a long time. I've had some good beer in Philly. Yep. Uh, I can't remember the name of the restaurant, but it's uh, they they still dress up like it's seventeen and seventy six. Um, and I, I one
2: one I, of one of the, one of the um, better pubs in the world is I believe is called Monks out of Philadelphia.
1: So this is more of a restaurant. It's where the okay. first Continental Congress actually went to eat after they met, and they've just kind of kept it going. And they they wear, but they have a, a beer that was the recipe of George Washington. And the beer that is the recipe of uh Ben Franklin. Nice. Uh and they were both really tasty beers. Uh the if I remember correctly, the Ben Franklin beer actually was made with uh sassafras. <laughs> wow. Ooh. Like, wow. Did, uh, sassafras. They'll actually tell you what's in it uh when, when you're buying it there at the place, but man, they were really good, really clean um nice. beers. But yeah, if you ever get there,
0: well it's I, a fun I'm place going to go. back in i think the second or third week of december and i have a trip planned to victory because victory is in downingtown which is about 30 miles it depends on where you are in philly but maybe you can think of about 30 miles outside of the city so that's one of my favorite breweries i'm a huge golden monkey fan i was just thinking golden monkey is the one victory that always comes to my mind they have a a pilsner called prima pills which is really good as well so I'm pretty stoked about going out and uh, doing a sample out there as well. So, so I'll get I'll report back on that for sure.
1: My wife's uncle and aunt live in Downingtown. Nice. Uh, they are big Yingling fans, of course. Um, now that Yingling is everywhere, it's not special anymore to that's me. Right. So, and it's okay. My wife still guzzles it like it's water. I, I, th- c- <laughs> I can
2: tell stories from my older sister Lynn about Yingling and back back in 1987 of what college students thought of yingling but i'll hold that to a later podcast <laughs>
1: all right so mike why don't you grab a sample for us i can do that anybody else have anything interesting going on this week
3: literally nothing here lots of work no beer drinking no travels um headed to louisville next week so i'll uh, i'll see what mm. i can get into down there and uh, report back to you guys yeah some bourbon barrels down there yes so i'll have to uh, report quickly
1: <laughs> awesome might you have anything going on this week? As he's opening the beer, if if you're while you're doing that, I'll I'll go ahead and uh, report out. So we our first episode we actually had Olathe River Brewing Company on, uh, on as our first guest, and so I decided to follow up and go to their first anniversary that we talked about uh, a lot on our first episode. And uh basically went there for the pancakes in the morning and went home uh after the bands played in the evening. Nice. Um so it was a it was a fun-filled day. Everybody was great. Uh, but the they had the three barreled beers that were being released that day. Uh, and that was really what I was most excited about. And one was the first one that was released was The Hero, which is their Amber. The Hero by Enrique Iglesias. By Enrique Iglesias. Uh, and it was in a Crown Royal barrel. And I would say and that...
0: We saw that aging while we were there, right? Correct. Well, well no, yeah. we saw the
2: empty. They already We saw the they, empty we already, barrel. We already the crown, emptied.
1: The Crown was actually in the corner. Because we smelled the... Yeah, it was by the one we smelled. But it was yeah. there aging. It hadn't been tapped oh, okay. yet. Okay, so that
2: one hadn't been tapped yet. Okay.
1: Um, so that one I would put as a, probably like an eight. Like better than average... Um, but not special to me, you know. Now,
2: now you said eight. Are we going by the Untapped, one no, through no, five, or are we going to no, no. zero this through ten? This is
1: the Clydesdale one to ten. Okay. Uh, rating. So the second one that was released was the Irish Stout, and it was in an American whiskey barrel. Now I don't uh, up front. I'm not a, an Irish Stout fan. It's a little too dry for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the barrel aging made it better. Um, But I would still not put it really hot. Maybe a five second. I'm going to have to
2: really apologize because I don't remember what (laughs) they tasted like. I will admit that right off the bat. They were good, but I don't remember.
1: And then the last one was a right down my alley, which was the Russian Imperial Stout done in a rye barrel.
3: And what do you predict the ABV was on that? Well,
1: Well, before the barrel, it's (laughs) 9.8. So after the barrel. Right. Could you, could you could you
0: taste the Could you? I mean, it was it like punch you in the mouth kind of well, booze taste? Yeah. Yes.
1: I wouldn't say punch you in the mouth, but, but you got but a nice hint of the booze kind of that aftertaste. Yeah. Um. And I would put that as a 10 that it was. Well, that is that is a beer after my own heart. Mm-hmm. I love I love rye. I love bourbon and I love Imperial Stouts. Mix them together. Uh, and it was the it was the perfect beer for me.
0: Well, we were talking a little bit before about kind of the different flavors that you get out of the different sort of alcohol or spirits barrels, right? I've had, I think Founders makes a rum-aged, uh, I think it's an IPA actually, and then you have rye barrels, you have whiskey barrels. And then I think you were talking to, to the guys at Olin Olentangy, Kike, about, I mean, he was pairing them right up with beer styles, right?
1: Correct. Uh, so I I got the chance to talk to the brewmaster, Kike. Uh, he sat with me for probably an hour um, on that anniversary day. and he was so jealous that he didn't get to be a part of the podcast, which was kind of cool that he really wanted to do it. And it's just what we
2: call a teaser for the future.
1: So we are we are considering doing a podcast with both Josh and Kike, the Brewmasters, and it'll have a whole different spin than Ryan from the business side. Um, so yeah, Kike, he was listing different barrels and what their appro- what style of beer was most appropriate. For that barrel and there's also he went into detail about the first use of the barrel the second use of the barrel and the third use of the barrel because each time that um, that the hit of the booze is going to be a little bit less and so you you don't need as strong of a beer on your third use as you do on your first use.
0: Interesting. Yeah, Yeah I guess it's sucking the booze out and it's getting less and less.
3: So so how did the hero pair with pancakes? So
1: I actually did not have a beer with the pancakes. Okay. And I have to actually make an, an admission. I've never drank coffee in my life.
3: Same here.
2: Still haven't. I,
1: I had my first what coffee. What is wrong with you people? I had my what? first coffee at the anniversary of Olentangy River, and I had four of them. Oh,
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nothing like easing <laughs> into it, huh? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> So, so you, you ask about the pairing with the hero. Well, I, f- I found a very good pairing with the hero this week. Arby's? Arby's. <laughs> I walked in yesterday with my bag of Arby's, two regular Arby sandwiches. Big old sandwich. Big old sandwich. And I asked Darren, Darren, what would go good with Arby's? Well, let me check. He put a hero in front of it, and it really did go right, very well with the roast beef. Yeah, a hero, a hero, a hero with a hero, yes. right there. <laughs> oh so yeah.
0: You think you would have paired a different beer if you had Arby's sauce on there? Were you Oh, going, there, you there go- was Arby's okay, sauce
2: on right. there. Yes, right. yes. I would have picked Arrowhead or the IPL. The smells like Team Spirit, just because that's what I go for usually when I'm there. But he said no, go with the hero, and oh, I went with the hero. It was good. <laughs>
0: I'm a big horsey sauce guy, so I don't that could have thrown Ooh. everything off. Ooh, horsey sauce. Yeah. You might need something to cool that down. It might be more of a pilsner. Yeah. Like, like four. Or cups the wet cups of coffee.
2: coffee. <laughs> 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 so um, what do we have in our glass right now? Our uh, first beer. You
1: poured it. I didn't see it, so Okay,
2: so what we have at this moment, we have Samuel Adams limited release winter lager, festive Bach with spices. It's a five point six. Alcohol per volume. I thought we'd start low.
1: Okay. So Not low quality, but just low ABV. Low, you know.
0: low ABV. So I think, I mean, right out the gate, you can taste the Bach, right? Yeah. Like it's kind of, uh, what would you say, almost like chunky? I don't want to say chunky, yeah. but it's chewy. got this kind of chewy mouth yeah. feel to it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all box, every time I've had a Bach, it's always that way. Yeah. It's like almost malty in your mouth syrupy almost the
3: aftertaste of the yeah yes not it says on the bottle with spices with
0: spices but not overly spicy not, at no. all i'm
3: not picking that up no, and that's we you know we
1: talked about that's what we don't like yeah. about the the holiday beers i actually i don't mind this one yeah
0: no i don't either no
3: it's drinkable yeah absolutely
0: so i, I have a I, I have a good box story for you
1: Uh, Barbara Bach, or am I too old to (laughs) (laughs) be throwing that name out?
0: not a Barbara Bach. I wish it was a Barbara Bach story, but no. So
1: that's the original Daisy Duke, if anybody doesn't know.
0: Would that be
2: B-A-C-H? It was.
1: Ringo Starr's wife at one time.
2: What? Really? Ringo. Really? Yeah. Nice. Got a little bit more respect for Ringo now.
0: Tom Olpat was uh, from the town (laughs) next to... Uh, Middleton, where I grew up, in Wanakee. Did we just Wisconsin. take a whole just different? turn going boys. to the old. So yeah, we're we're totally doing an all Dukes of Hazard podcast. <laughs> yeah. How how are we gonna pair beers to Dukes of Hazard like that? Let's noodle on that. Schlitz, next, yeah, Hams, <laughs> right. um, uh, Dales, that, that, that's Moonshine, Dales, yeah, Bush, Schusker yeah. beer, So my box story is: Remember when you you remember the first beers you ever bought? as a Molson underage Golden. drinker.
3: <laughs> maybe.
0: So yeah, maybe. In theory. Yeah, this is actually a story about my friend, not me. <laughs> <laughs> so my buddies and I, growing up in uh in Madison, Wisconsin there, um, we had access to a uh, a liquor store purchasing capability. And we had no idea what to buy, right? And we you know, we had never bought that before. So We roll into the liquor store, and what do we grab? A 12-pack of Shiner Bock. Just because it didn't look like Bud or Miller looked like something different. So we took it home, and that's what we drank, and it was like <laughs> the worst beers we've ever had. It was like drinking a loaf of bread. Is that kind of like when you drink Lowenbrow for the first
3: <laughs> time? <laughs> that's right. It's exactly right. Kit, wait till you see what kind of holiday beer I brought today.
0: <laughs> it's all box. It's going to be oh an all yeah. box. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have horrible nightmares about this <laughs> well, podcast. I, I actually just had a Shiner Bock like a week ago. Well now, you know, you're like, oh, it's not too bad, but you're more refined as your first beer. Yeah, yeah. I was like, and it's oh, not one man. I would purchase, but someone left it in my
1: fridge, and I wasn't going to let it go to waste. Nor should you. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: So that was my first illegal beer story. <laughs> nice. Yeah, a buck. and I'll never forget it. So now here we are.
3: The statute of limitations has run out. So that's right. I think my
0: dad <laughs> will forgive me for sneaking into the liquor store. So confession. So yeah, when I was growing
1: up. Um, I didn't like the taste of beer, so I was kind of a rum guy. Uh, rum was what my gateway drug was, uh, and then I got to where I couldn't afford rum anymore, so I had to find cheap beer, uh, you know, because three dollar pitchers is way cheaper than a three dollar shot of rum. Uh, so I, I ended up just sucking it up, drinking some down, and gosh, it only took like two weeks and I was already like hooked on beer so. Uh, So I'm
0: a a slow starter, but I wouldn't say hooked on beer. You liked beer hooked on beer, (claps) hooked, liked, Uh, originally,
1: probably just liked, (laughs) Right. And then soon after hooked. All right. There we go. Yeah. So Mike just grabbed. You heard it open. We're off to uh, beer number two. What do we what do we got here? So we have Mike, what do we got?
2: We have Taft's Santa's Bribe Christmas
3: Cookie Ale at 6.2. We're stepping up a little bit. In full transparency, I bought this strictly on brewer reputation and look of label. So so the look of the label is red with Santa in a bathtub, maybe?
2: Mm-hmm, maybe.
1: So, So you're the guy that roots for a sports team based on the color of their uniform?
3: And then you get hooked on them because they're winners. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Unfortunately, that doesn't
3: happen with the Bears. So,
0: uh,
1: Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Penn State and the Bears. Okay. Cheers, guys.
0: So uh little Tafts news, right? They just opened up their new tap room at the Gravity over in Franklin. Franklinton. Uh, I haven't been over there yet, but planning to go over there probably in the next week or two Have to check that out. Well, this is definitely a little bit darker.
1: Um. Yeah, that that sounds like, that sounds like a fun time. Uh, I, I, I did not hear that I you're reporting the news, so that's news to me. Um, but yeah, I. Uh, the more tap rooms, the better in this town. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned.
0: Well, that's a really cool building over there, too. So I've seen the space, and uh, I, I'm I'm e- eager to go check that out. This is a pretty good beer. Okay, it's got so a little spice in it. Well, here,
2: here's, here's interesting, because if we went back to the Samuel Adams Winter Lager, and you look at the spices and stuff they used, there was cinnamon and ginger in it. Now, this one, ale brewed with cinnamon, ginger, and vanilla. Is so that a little bit... Di- that's what I'm smelling. The, that like adding vanilla. of the vanilla onto like this. A cola yeah, for sure. Yes. Yeah, you can yeah. you
0: can smell that vanilla. This like
2: one tastes this, more yeah. like a Christmas or a holiday beer than the winter... Now, of course, the, the same Adams was a winter lager. It was just their winter beer, not really their holiday beer. So...
1: Yeah, this one definitely has a lot more spice to it. Yep. Really kind of punches you with that spice on the front end. Yep. And then I now I do get that vanilla on the back end. Yes. Um... Yeah. So, yeah, that I, w- I would say I'd, I don't hate this one either. Um, I would no. probably, on the Clydesdale scale, maybe a 6.5.
3: Yeah, that may be a little high for me. I'm, I'm a little indifferent to this. Um, probably maybe a 5, 5.5, but um, the vanilla maybe is what's pushing it a little bit lower for me, actually. No,
2: I'm not going to. Uh, both the ones we've had, I would drink again if someone put it in front of me. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit there and rank it lower right. than a 5. I wouldn't do that yeah. on these two. Now, I'm not going to rank it too much higher because, once again, it's not one of my styles. Yeah, the
1: Sam Adams, I'd probably put it a 7.5. Uh, it it Because it didn't have that heavy spice, um, I didn't think that was too bad. So
0: um, Yeah, I'm, I, my, my buddies on Untappd give me a bunch of grief because I'm a hard grader. I'd I give that Sam Adams a 3. And I'd wow. say this is more of a 5 or a 6. I don't think that Sam tastes much like a, a Christmas beer at no, all. It, it tastes like a Bach. I mean, which is fine if you want a Bach, right? But it doesn't really – they shouldn't even say it has spices on it because there was no spice note in that at all.
1: If it was, it was
0: super subtle. Right. Whereas this – is probably why I liked it. This definitely <coughs> tastes like a Christmas beer. It and, does. And, I, and I, I like this because it's not overly spicy. It The spice is there, but I'm not, like, getting sick to my stomach because of the all-spice yeah, or whatever. And I don't
3: think Sam Adams maybe was trying to make that uh – Christmas more winter lager but I agree um again if they're both put in front of me I'm going to drink them again um but we got to start somewhere so this is a good start
1: yeah so it's funny that you say your friends give you grief because you're a hard grader yeah my friends give me grief because I'm an I'm that like professor easy. that yeah. everybody takes uh because hey what get, what did
2: you grade the Wiedemann
1: I actually like the Weedman. yeah
2: well what did you grade it I don't remember. It, I believe it was a, a four or four point five for Wiedemann.
1: Sometimes you, it just a regular logger's fine, man.
2: Hey, it's a Bohemian Pilsner.
1: Okay, sometimes a regular is fine.
0: So I, I had this. And if
1: Freddie Mercury had anything to do with it at all, man, I gotta love
0: it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so I had this exact debate. I have a couple buddies out in Seattle that are un, un, untapped with me, and they they actually listen to this podcast, so they they know who they are, but uh we go back and forth with each other about who's the easy grader. There's one guy in the in the group who's got like all four like he's literally had a 1500 beers that he's tasted and they're like all four and above. I'm like what are you doing? And then he get, he gets on me cuz I'm actually pretty well spaced, but I will grade a beer. A z- they you actually can't do a 0. You can only do a point point, 0.25. I have some 0.25s. Yeah, two I fives. got a bunch
3: of 0.25s. I have a couple
1: of 0.25s. So if I'm like that professor everybody wants and I give a .25, you know that stuff's like toilet water. Right. Well, and, and uh, Speaking of untapped, I think all of us are on untapped except for one member of this podcast.
2: Yeah. I believe the one member is not on any, any social media.
1: That, that is not true. He I, is on Twitter. I
3: am on Twitter. Oh, you tweet? I tweet at not Brian Z. Check me out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so that someone has to get on untapped.
3: I I I think that's going to be the goal of this uh this experiment here is to get me on I'm untapped. I'm empty yet, man. <laughs>
1: Mike's going on to number 3 and I haven't even finished number 2. Someone's talking
3: too much.
0: <laughs> so we are moving on to the Breckenridge Christmas Ale. It says multi-full-bodied
3: winter warmer. Th- this mm-hmm. is another one that I brought strictly on label look i like how you just it's all marketing for you it's all marketing right now and uh i was trying to grab things that uh that all the rest of us wouldn't bring so so far so good but where
0: did you where'd you go by the way
3: this was all bought at the uh, kroger marketplace on sawmill yep so i didn't get to a uh a beer house or Anywhere else, but you, know, but you yeah. can make the six packs,
0: customized six exactly. packs there, which is nice. nothing right.
2: wrong with customized six packs. You
3: know,
1: speaking of that, you know, since we're, we're on that subject and, and I'll give you a short reprieve on the untapped piece. <laughs> um, do you find wide variety from Kroger to Kroger? How what the selection of the singles? Oh, are?
2: dear Lord. Absolutely. You go to one Kroger and go to another Kroger and it's completely different. You got to you got to watch out for the normal Kroger to the Kroger marketplace.
0: Is.
1: I, I find the best luck at the main grocery store chains is Giant Eagle. Yes, They always seem to have yeah. a pretty wide variety.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the marketplace is for sure. And they, they have a good mix of both local, and then you can find some good European beers there as well. And I think they do a, a little bit better job on that than Kroger does because Kroger is, is a lot of local and then a lot of domestic stuff.
1: And it's a western Pennsylvania company, so it's got to be great. <laughs> wow.
0: We, we just took another we're, turn, we're didn't we? We're back to uh, Ohio he, he, versus he, yeah, Pennsylvania.
1: Wait, wait, sell. wait. Hey, Matt, <laughs> can you refresh me what happened today? We may today? have lost today, but our supermarkets <laughs> but our,
0: kick
3: ass. I believe it's pronounced giant eagle <laughs> over in those parts.
0: <laughs> Yen's got the best grocery store. <laughs> Yen's.
3: <laughs> Especially
1: once <it's> downtown.
3: Downtown.
0: <laughs> Actually, my wife is from Western PA, and she just refers to it as the grocery Yep. So, so, in Wisconsin, you call it the grocery store. Well, that explains a lot, then, yeah. during classes. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it is the grocery. It's not the grocery store. It's no. a store. You know She also gets on me for calling it's it implied. a parking ramp. I call it a parking ramp rather than a parking garage.
1: It is a parking garage.
2: It is a parking garage. You need to go up the ramp to get to the parking garage. What if the garage is all ramps, though? There's always one level spot there the top floor
0: (laughs) anyway we digress from our beer discussion (laughs) here yeah that just
3: went that went way deep goes up (laughs) conversation takes oh yes i believe we just went up again please come along and take this journey with us this evening (laughs) so i'm like what do you think
2: what do you think about this um i have not tried it yet Mm. at this moment i have tried it before though
3: not
0: super spicy
3: not not spicy at all no no it's got a fruit at, is
1: there a fruit aftertaste to that? Something. It's almost. Am like I, a, like am I a drinking fruit cake? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Liquid fruit cake. I think it's. That's easier. a beer. I, I believe Actually, these might be, the, be a beer. That right might there. be the berries on the the wreath for the Christmas wreath. The what? Chris. Chris. <laughs> Oop! I might have had too much. Uh, Mike. Mike Tyson just joined us <laughs>
1: from the Catskills.
0: <laughs> it might be spinal.
1: <laughs> uh, it's, the, it's the Christmas wreath.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think. Is there like raisin? Maybe on. On the back there? I don't know. Yeah.
3: I'm it,
0: it, it, so again, this is the Breckenridge Christmas. I, you know ale. what it is? It's Figgy Pudding. Figgy
2: pudding. Ah, a little figgy pudding.
0: <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of this beer. <laughs> nope, I mean nope. it's it's alright. Uh I can see how it fits in the Christmas category. There's no no spice to don't it, which is okay. Fold, yeah. yeah, but uh It just leaves kind of a Uh, weird aftertaste in your mouth.
1: I I think you're right. It's like it's that raisin prune yeah something fig family. Yep. Of something going on in there. Yeah. Um, it's a little chewy.
0: Yep. Yeah, I I I didn't think it on that one.
1: I thought it had like a. It was pretty malty.
0: Yes, definitely. Yes. Yeah.
1: And that's Breckenridge,
2: Colorado. Colorado.
1: Christmas wreath. Christmas wreath.
2: Yes. Have we determined exactly. whether you can swear yet on this podcast uh, we,
1: we are not hitting the
0: explicit button on uh, the podcast you, can, you can only swear with with a lift a lift yeah
3: We almost had our first spit take ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Yeah.
0: We had a lo- we had a big discussion about whether we need spit guards on the mics and apparently yes. the answer is that is yes
1: apparently I need to drape the laptop <laughs> with some plastic
0: um just for you because we're not even close to that laptop.
1: Yeah, cuz that one all made me almost lose it all. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right, so we've got a swing and a miss here, I think, with uh the, the With? with with. So
0: on the Clydesdale ranking, yeah, Well, what's the score? Give us a score. i would
1: probably give that one a 4.
3: Yeah, it might be a little lower. I might be I might be 3. Yeah, I mean, I'd
0: go with the 3 for sure on that. I'm a little a little high. Wishy-washy.
2: I'll just say 5. I, once not again, not I, I wouldn't dump it. I wouldn't dump it. I, oh. I mean, the well, dumpability of a beer. You, I mean,
0: is I'm either going to drink it or I'm going to dump it. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good grade, right? Like, it, it, is it bad enough for you to dump it? Like, we we actually had this discussion over text the other day when I was at yes, uh, you did. Yeah, yeah, and we yeah. came up with a beer term. We're coining this for the first time here, which is called a when you dump a flight. Because you don't like anything. Oh, in it. but
2: if you dump a whole flight, though, yeah, wow, it's called a beer parachute, right? <laughs> yes, the old beer parachute, and and that's wow.
0: like it's like getting all ones in Yahtzee. It's horrible, right? It's like the <laughs> worst thing ever. Because you know you got four or five beers in that flight. How can they all be bad? But if they are, you've got to pull the ripcord. Beer parachute. You heard it here first.
3: Yeah, th- yeah. Trademark pending.
0: Yeah, trademark. for
1: me, I think like it has to be lower than a three for me to consider to dump dumping it. it. So yeah, this isn't dumpable. A four, probably wouldn't buy it again.
3: Yeah, I'm am still finishing what was poured for me, but there's still more left in the glass.
1: So Mike is uh, headlong into the refrigerator, the magic fridge. Do we want to go up or down in alcohol? Let Let's go down for I one. I agree. Yep. Because uh, I'm feeling this one. As I'm doing my Mike Tyson impersonations now, you can tell, like, the alcohol has kicked in.
2: Do you want the white label or the red label? Ooh. I so are like those I'm, two different? Uh, so so on, what no, you, they are the, both the... Bo- <laughs> now you got me second-guessing
0: how I'm
1: talking. I, f- I feel like I'm on the Matrix now.
0: So Mike the is opening label up to Shiner Holiday Cheers, one with a red label and one with a white label. They don't appear to be... Different yeah. beers. They right? are the same. Okay. Okay. So this this dovetails nicely with my uh, Shiner story in our box. Yes, right? it's coming full circle. Totally planned. Yeah, totally.
1: Mike Tyson had a few Shiners too. <laughs> is
0: this the Lith Podcast. That's this this whole podcast is officially the Lith Podcast. Shiner Holiday Cheer. Super fruity when you oh. sniff it. Absolutely.
2: 5.4. Jeez. Uh-oh. Are we going to have a dump? Okay, ready? Oh, This Dunkelweizen brewed with Texas peaches Ooh. and roasted peach. pecans.
1: Oh, my gosh, it is peach. The
2: multi-flavors of this dark wheat-flavored ale are enhanced through the use of malted barley and wheat.
0: Do we I wish
1: a- we were doing video <laughs> podcasting right now. Uh, the looks on faces. And, and I th- it's not. I,
0: I give them a lot of. Sip. Yeah. I give them a but, lot of respect for using peach. That 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 takes some stones. Yes, yeah. does. In a beer.
1: <laughs> when you go to take a sip of a beer, you don't expect that peachy punch that you get with this. The peachy and it, punch. And it it shocked
2: me.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. It, it reminds me of uh, the just the smell, the aroma coming off it of like a. Italian ice, a peach flavored Italian ice. Yeah.
0: I, I don't actually, I mean, I don't know that I drink more than one of these, but I don't, I think that's kind of interesting. Oh. I could probably drink
1: one. Dear Lord.
0: You guys are all like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I think I was shocked by it. Yeah. I didn't expect that fruity of a kick, and it's not sour.
0: It's also like, not, even though it's peachy and fruity, it is not overly sweet.
1: It is not. And so it's it's different than anything I, I think I've ever had before in
3: a beer. Yeah, it's all on the front end too, I and mean, then it hits you. Yeah, all the front end. Yes, dissipates, but. dissipates.
0: Yeah, um, I'm. Yeah, so that's... I've had three or four drinks of this now. I'm adjusting slightly. I don't think I could finish a whole one of these.
2: So I w- I will not be wishy washy on this one. Yeah. Not a fan. Yeah. not people, a fan at all. The parachute. Um, I. Already did. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm floating down.
0: Yeah, I uh, so I give this a, I give them I give it a three and a half because I give them some respect for just trying to put peaches in a beer. But from Texas, yeah, not from Georgia, from Texas. It's Texas peaches. And no, well, just three. that's yeah. If they would have been <laughs> Georgia peaches, <laughs> wrong, it's yeah. a whole different story, right? I mean, come Run. on. Okay, I've tried. uh so matt pulled the parachute matt Matt pulled the ripcord on that one there we go uh
1: yeah i i probably am at a three five um you know easy easy a prof over here
0: right exactly um
1: three five i do i mean that takes a lot of cojones to make that peachy of a beer
0: well and the other thing is mason
1: rudolph cojones (laughs) Do we really want to
2: get into as that? Steelers <laughs> fan. Um.
0: <laughs> so I, I I would be curious just to even ask them though. Like, so you're thinking holiday beer down there at Shiner, and you think peach? I don't right. think of peach as a holiday flavor. Yeah, but we're Northerners. Well, I know, but I'm just saying. Like, so, so this is a holiday cheer beer, you know, and they put peaches in it. I want the brewer. That's a little. To me, that's I want the brewer's a little name. odd.
1: So my. So I've lived in the South. Yeah, I, I lived in Tallahassee, Florida. They consider that Southern Georgia. They don't. Li- they don't like to call themselves Flor- Floridians, uh, and they do like cobbler is a big thing. Peach at, cobbler at Christmas. Uh, yes.
0: So Thank- cobbler for, for Christmas. Thanksgiving
1: and Christmas. It's sweet potato pie and peach cobbler.
0: Okay, so so that's how
1: they're making the tie. I, I'm only making an assumption. I've never lived in Texas. Mm-hmm. I've only been there a few times.
0: Uh, I mean we're gonna we're gonna have uh Matt Elf here in in a little while, and that's got a bunch of cherries in it. Hey, and where's Matt Elf made from? Pittsburgh. Well, Troggs is Pennsylvania. Hershey. Say Pittsburgh. Yeah. Right outside of Hershey. Yeah. So so I mean I I get you can put fruit in a holiday beer. Well, I'm just interested that, about the peach decision there. Yeah. Yeah. It's Texas. Yeah. You can Everything, do whatever you
1: want everything's there. Bigger than everything's in bigger than Texas, Texas. you go Texas. big, and they went right. they went big
0: with peach.
3: They did. Yeah, absolutely. Um, moving right along.
2: Yes. <laughs> well, let, let, let's just let's scoot past that last one.
1: Okay.
0: Okie dokie. <laughs> All right. Scoot past your Mason Rudolph comment or just the beer? I both. think the big peach. Let's do both. Yes. <laughs> the big
2: peach. So. If people have not had the Trogs Mad Elf, this is I. And before you guys, even, in my belief, it's one of the top five Christmas ales out there.
0: Yeah, I, I brought this one, and this would be my top. This would be my number one Christmas ale, and this is probably a. I would dare say this is maybe a top twenty-five beer for me. I I really like this beer. This beer is fantastic. Me, I'll
2: call out a buddy of mine. Doug Edgerton buys it by the case when it comes out every year. Um the only thing I don't like about it is when they changed the label in the last 2 years. That's right. They did change the label.
0: It is a little it you know it is a little sweet. So if you're not into sweet beers, if you're not into high alcohol beers, you might not like this beer. But one of the things that I always think about when you get above 10% high alcohol, um, yep. 11%. Yeah. When you get above 10 percent it's really hard <laughs> To keep these things not get not getting syrupy, and they keep this thing right on the edge, which I think is what makes it work.
3: Not having had this in several years, I forgot how good this is. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it, I,
1: I don't like holiday beers, but I would drink that. Gosh.
3: You'd drink it outside of Christmas? I would. Yeah.
0: It's just, I, I the think. The holidays
1: that- at Trogues
2: start with our inner mad elf momentarily taking over the brew deck. So blame him for the cheerful ruby red creation brewed in cherries and honey and spicy Belgian yeast reminiscent of cinnamon, clove, and allspice.
1: So it, it's, it's a little sentimental for me, too. And I, and I don't want to get too emotional. You know, we're having a good time on this podcast. But my dad, every year for Christmas, the one thing he wants is chocolate covered cherries. Nice. Um, and so, like this, this just one—it's a Western Pennsylvania beer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and it reminds me of my dad. Yeah. So, like this.
3: What's your dad's wow, name?
1: It's uh, Chuck Schweitzer.
3: Chuck, here's to here's you, buddy. To Chuck. Yep. Here's some uh, <laughs> chocolate covered cherries in a in a glass for yeah. you. Yeah.
0: I think one of the one of I the mean, brilliant things about this beer is its balance, right? Oh, it's com- not—it's too complex, sweet. Though. It's not too overly deep even though you look at it it looks like a dark beer um you know it, it's not too heavy you know on your tongue or anything like that like it's it's just a good balanced well balanced beer
3: well and i don't think they went overboard on the spice right wh- which a lot of these holiday beers can do yeah. in, the, in an effort to get to that quote holiday feel this is really well balanced yeah here.
0: i don't i don't i don't taste spice right. no yeah i taste you taste the cherries, cherries. yeah you know, but not overly cherry. It's not like drinking a cherry soda, right?
1: Correct. It still tastes like a beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that's the, I think that's where where they hit it right is that I think there is spice in there, but I think the cherries balance the spice out, and they just get this you get this kind of smooth front to back kind of note on this beer.
1: Well, I found a Christmas gift for my dad now. Absolutely. Because uh, like he loves he loves beer and he loves chocolate covered cherries. I this is a home run for him, man. Yeah,
3: absolutely.
0: Now there is a uh, there should be a disclaimer on this beer, and there actually is a disclaimer because if you look at the Mad Elf on the on the label, he's uh, he looks a little sauced. Okay, <laughs> I would warn people on drinking this beer. If you do, if you're going over two, oh yeah, you're gonna have some troubles, right? Uber.
1: It's it's 11%, right?
0: Yeah. 11. say. And because it doesn't have a really hard alcohol kick to it, you yeah, you, can, you, can, you can get like, in trouble you very quickly. You can get in trouble because it's so smooth. You're like, mm, this is good. I'm going to have another one. Mm, this is good. And then before you know it, you're falling off the chair.
1: It's a shame we finally find a good holiday <laughs> beer and you can only have one.
3: Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can have more than one. You just better be where you're going to be. After your first words That's of wisdom, <laughs> yeah,
0: not in so, a Chicago so. Bears decorated podcast center <laughs> as a Packers fan. I'm just
1: saying, so uh, Clydesdale rating, I- I've got to give that a nine.
0: This is a top 25 beer for me, easy, so probably nine and a half, ten. I-, I really enjoy this beer. Um, buy it every
3: Christmas for sure.
1: A nine and a half, ten from the hardest grader. Wow.
3: Yeah, and and for me, this is probably eight, eight and a half, just because I'm not a huge Cherry fan, but the balance on this kind of evens it out for me, and I can't look at Mike right now, so (laughs) I'm just going to say eight, eight and a half for me, but very good.
1: Way to be decisive, Matt.
3: Like that win today. (laughs) (laughs) And you
1: gave it a, did you give it a rating, Mike? It's good. Wow, no rating, just a good.
2: Okay. Nine? So he's that modern teacher that
1: just makes you feel good every day. Okay. Com- common
0: core math. Mike has reached the point of the night where it's just good or bad. Yes. <laughs> good, bad. And it's 90% good at this point. Right, right? now it's good. <laughs> he's, nope. at a, he's
3: a human emoji across the table <laughs> from us right now.
0: <laughs> is he poo yet? or Is he going to be poo later? So is that a, that wasn't a, that doesn't need to be like beeped out, right? We can say poo.
1: We you poo? you we're allowed to say poo. Okay, good. So, you actually, kid, had some other news for us. Another purchase happened this week. So
0: yeah, just from the world of beer, right? So uh, I saw that New Belgian got bought by Lion, which is Kieran Kieran Brewer. So out of Japan. Uh, you know, I think it's interesting because New Belgium, there's a, there's a book out there that we've talked about, which is called Barrel-Aged Stout and Selling Out. And I, I highly recommend uh, anybody who's in craft beer to, to read that book because it, it tells the story of Goose Island and how they sold out to InBev. And, and, but it also par- it talks about a lot about a lot of other craft breweries and, and how they either decide to do that or not. And New Belgium is in that book. And um, it was one of the early pioneers of 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 beer, of craft beer, and um, v- it makes New, really New Belgians
2: like Fat Tire, yep. is it Voodoo Ranger also, yep, Voodoo which, Ranger. which is a great IPA, I believe. I th- yes,
0: I think the article I said read said that they are the fourth largest craft in the country. Um, and uh, you know, I, I don't. How do you guys feel about that? I mean, there's a there's always this big debate well, about. Oh well, you're selling out to big you, beer you, you, and blah, blah blah blah. I mean, what do you guys think?
2: Well, you know, you, you you look at it and you you have these places that start. And how long do you want to own it for? How, what what what's your you know? I did everything I did not want to do. I just want to go do something else now. Let, let's make some money. I mean, you look at Sweetwater, Georgia. They had they're still owned. They are they're not they have not sold to anyone. I mean, they've had plenty of opportunities. Budweiser, then InBev, because InBev bought Budweiser. And other places have come in and tried to do that, but no.
1: Love As it. you're wearing a Sweetwater hat and
3: I rep Sweetwater. towing the
1: company line. I, well, hey. I,
3: think, I think, too, it's about what, what do you consider craft? At what point does it yeah, move I mean, from craft to... When,
2: when you can get a beer across the United States, is it really a craft beer anymore? Well, what's the definition? What, I mean, When you get into it, I mean, Sweetwater now is no longer Southeast United States. You can get it. New Belgium, you can get it across the United States. Stone Brewery, which is amazing. You can get it anywhere. So is it really craft now, or is it that in-between between, you know, major and the local brewery, right. which is and, craft?
0: And this is the classic debate, right, of um, is it bad or not? And I think what you see just from a business perspective with these brewers is you almost, there comes a point at which you almost have to decide, are you going, are you in this to make money or are you in this to be an artisan? Because if you're in it to make money, then things like production costs and distribution and all of that become really important. And it's just a constant, you, you have to grow your brewery, right? And, you know, if you're going to do that, then you know you got to get. In when, when, do canning, when, when do you start
2: canning? When do you start bottling? When do you start, you know, letting other people carry your beer, or is it just at the location? Which I think we got into a little bit at at, at Old yeah, Town River Brewing. Just a, a little bit. We didn't get too much into it, but.
1: But can you blame a brewery that they do such a such a good job of making a beer that they become so popular? That they become nationwide. As the is that their fault that they did such a good job?
3: It's a business decision. It is, it and, and I would say if you amounts to I would say if you go
2: back through yeah. it as a beer lover is, as long as that beer doesn't change, if someone else buys it out, then the beer the consumers really don't care. If it's going to start changing, it's going to cost, because you're in a bigger, it's not, it's not the hometown feel. It's not the I care about my consumers. It's how many, how many units can we sell? If that takes over from the actual making of the beer and the, the taste of the beer, then yes, I have an issue with it.
0: Well, if, and there's an interesting piece in that, um, in that book about the fact that when these guys do get bought by the Inbevs or these bigger breweries of the world. Um, the quality of the beer actually is better because they're being brewed in more consistent and much larger facilities. So the errors in the brewmaking process tend to be more eliminated than if you're just doing but, it locally.
2: But then what you lose is the creation of these one offs, as in like old Tanger or Brewing. It's like they said, we got this piece, we made one mistake on this, and we got this great beer. Yep. You so lose. So
1: while you get the next beer out, you know, I was a big Rolling Rock fan. Being a Western Pennsylvania kid, um, my buddies and I, we could recite from the glass-lined tanks of Old Latrobe on the back of the can or the bottle. Uh, we were huge Rolling Rock fans. When Miller bought them, um, it was it was not the same. Like that recipe changed a little bit, not a lot, but just a little, and. Um, and I didn't like Rolling Rock as much anymore. So that's, I think that's the cautionary tale. Don't, yeah, you're selling a recipe, but are they doing it the same way you did it? And is it going to taste
0: the same? Yep. Yep. Well, so to, to close this discussion out, right, the, the best part of the, uh, of the uh, New Belgium acquisition by Lion for me when I read the article was the fact that the executive in charge of acquisitions at Lion Brewing Company. His name is Michael Tapper. Is there a better name? I mean, right? It's like having a dentist, Dr. Tooth, right? Like the guy, I, mean, I
2: mean, the only other better name would be, like, Brewer.
0: Yeah, or Keg. Or, yes. Right? Yeah. Michael Keg. That's perfect.
2: But Michael's such a good name. True. <laughs> All comes back to Mike.
0: Right. So what are we drinking here?
2: Columbus Brewing Company's Citra Noel Hoppy Holiday Ale. Only seven point
0: three. It is it smells hoppy. It smells hot. Smells piney too. I can that mm-hmm. citra that citra hop is always yes. piney, right? Oh yeah. yeah
1: <laughs> oh I can just just the smell is so nice. That is everything I don't like about a holiday beer.
0: <laughs> so I am right there with you. I I, I, I can tell you that. Just style-wise, I do not like that piney hops taste. So we, we've talked about one of the local breweries, uh, Seventh Son, right? They have a couple of beers that have a really heavy pine taste to them in their hops. And it's I, just not my style. This is what
2: I look for in
0: a holiday beer.
1: Wow.
2: So See, exactly. We, just like you yes. said
1: when you were in in Philadelphia. Yeah, you got you two know, people
2: sitting right next to each other that love beer.
1: You didn't like, you said it tasted like soil. The guy beside you is drinking a tall boy of the exact same thing and just and taking it back like it's he's a, the champ. Man, this stuff, parachute.
3: <laughs> parachute for you, huh? I, I, I might side more with Mike on this. I don't mind it. I also used to be a big connoisseur of gin, which which has kind of that piney, obviously, either love it or hate it. Um, While well, I'm not allowed to drink, hated any- it. I, well, well, I'm not allowed to drink gin anymore, I, I I don't hate this actually. I um I think it's a blend of almost IPA ish with that piney.
2: It's more of an IPA holly beer, right? I mean, you, you look mm-hmm. at it when you look at the other ones, they're ales or this or that. I mean, this one is more. Of, it's hoppy.
3: Yeah, it's I, not
2: Malty. It's not a Bach, It's not a Marsen, It's it's not a
3: Dunkelweizen. I'm I'm not parachuting by any means, like like some uh, of my colleagues here. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, no, no. I th- I think you're right. I mean that the the gin analogy they make is
0: is spot on, right? Because if you like that that gin kind of pine taste, this is a good holiday beer for you. Yep. Yes. And yeah, and I would say that in in contrast to the Bach, right? It's not Chewy, it's not right bready, it, it is crisp, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not overly spicy either. either. No. I, I'm I'm looking at the label trying to find something to read about so, it.
1: So what you're saying is if you want to go to the trunk of your Christmas tree and just start gnawing on the bark, you will love this beer.
3: Is that wrong? Because if that's <laughs> wrong, I don't want to be right. <laughs>
0: Wow, Professor Happy over there is is pretty negative about this beer. I mean, you know, you build yourself as the high grader, and I'm right there with you. I don't. I this is not a beer for me, Mm -hmm. but you are (sighs) you're dumping on this pretty hard. Yeah, it's that
1: is like like I said when we started this podcast. These are not the beers that I generally appreciate, and this is why this beer right here is the prime example of why I do not like holiday beer
3: yeah and and again not this isn't my sweet spot for for types of beer either but i think this bridges the gap a little bit more for me than some of the other ones we've had Give me the mad elf no absolutely i would say (laughs) but this is uh on our on our scale of awesomeness this uh this probably rates at like a six and a half i'm gonna i'm gonna be this is a seven for me I,
1: Decisive seven. He did.
3: He I, I you know six something six
1: and a half seven, but he went with the full seven. I, I,
3: I would I would agree with that.
2: Yep. I mean,
1: I'm going. I mean, for for a group of guys,
0: for a group of guys that really one
1: point seven five,
2: blasphemy, blasphemy. I'm right
0: there. One point seven five. Like you guys it. call yourself beer drinkers. I mean, I I drink it. I wouldn't dump it. But it's close to a dump. For
1: it's me. it's really. I'm sitting here actually thinking: should I finish my sample or should I just dump it into yeah. this other but glass? But
0: this is exactly what we were talking about. The, the styles are so personal to people, right? They are. Like and, I, and, when and, I, and people I, get
2: offended they do. when you don't like right. what you know. You get to the saisons, the sours, the farmhouse ales. You get you get to the the IPAs. While well, everyone's doing an IPA, well, whoa, whoa, whoa. you got to do that. You're hitting somebody though. You brew it because someone really likes it.
0: Yeah, I, I always think of because I'm not a sour fan. I'm always like, who's drinking these things, right? Somebody's drinking them because a bunch of people are opening opening just sour based breweries. Oprah, does she drink does sours like too? She I might. don't know. Oprah opened a brewery. <laughs> she should. You're getting a beer. You're <laughs> getting a beer.
1: Everyone's getting a beer. <laughs> I like that kind of brewery.
0: <laughs> All right, let's quickly move on to the next beer. Oh, I right, see. Hey, we Mike, find like a yeah. beer and they want to move Mike, on quickly. Mike wants, Mike wants to like savor his beer here. I,
1: I need, just, yeah, I need something go. to cleanse my palate.
3: Here, I'll finish this while you guys go get your Mad Elf tattoos.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, Damn I'll, you, Zetzer! Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: I, I was thinking is, about that, actually. I have this expensive laptop in front of me, and you are...
0: Now I'm going to get that t- tattoo, and it's totally not going to be as cool.
2: Okay, folks. Southern Tier Broom Company. So
1: this was mine.
2: So do you know where the Southern Tier is?
1: Uh, it's New York, correct? That's right. That's
2: the, 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 the highway on the Southern Tier of New York, across from Western to Eastern New
1: York. That goes to Binghamton. So I picked this one because of the brewery's reputation. I am a big fan of their the
2: pumpkin, right? You uh, like their pumpkin, no. Aaron Heath?
1: I am not a pumpkin fan. Uh, I am a fan of their. I think it's called Radio Days. It's a hazy IPA. Oh,
2: they have some very
0: good IPAs. Uh, yeah, I have, I've had uh, their double, and it's really good. But I, I yeah,
2: their two X
1: IPA. Yeah. The yes. 2X IPA is really good, too. Yes, it is.
0: They uh, they also have a uh, tap room in Pittsburgh right across Oof. from Heinz Field. So we went – I'm sorry, not right across from Heinz Field. Right across from PNC Park where the where the Pirates play. Aren't we they
2: right there. next to each other?
0: They are, but their <laughs> – this tap room is closer to the baseball field. Sure.
2: 8.0 the volume. The, I have to
1: say, you brought up PNC Park, the best baseball experience
2: without a doubt in the and As a Reds and fan, as a as Yankee a, fan, and yes,
3: as as a baseball connoisseur and baseball park connoisseur, my all time favorite ballpark, PNC
2: Bar Ballpark.
3: Couldn't agree more.
2: I mean, I I have I couldn't argue on that one. I can't. It's I've got a
1: Permane brothers in the in the yes, house. It's yes. got a Quaker Steak yes. and
0: Luba
2: Wait, wait, house. wait, wait, wait. Do I see a future? podcast road trip
0: thing that's true about PNC park is they have a large craft beer menu yes they do
3: and the renaissance hotel right over the bridge has the best bourbon bar
2: bourbon beer and baseball
3: this side of new york city just saying
1: okay talked me into it maybe (laughs) podcast takes a road trip to pittsburgh
0: I, i will say this so i just i just mentioned that you know PNC has like this wonderful list of craft beers probably probably 50 to 75 different crafts that you can get there all local and I shouldn't say all local but you know spread out locally and you know kind of throughout the region so I I walk up to the first uh, beer vendor that I can find there and I'm looking at the list and I'm like oh what what's what's that it's a it's a natter day. What is that? Uh, this is literally my thought process. Yeah, that's but a hell of a craft beer like, right there. I never had a natter day. I wonder what that's like. So I order it. There was literally 75 other beers I could have ordered. I'm like, I've never had that. But Flamingo.
2: you know something? That was so natter bad. day was so is bad. not. But if you just take the natural light out of there and you mow your yard and you drink about seven of them, it's awesome.
1: So I got to tell you, I. I would never have tried a natter day in my life had Someone Mike brought not a 16-ounce pounder Mike over. made me taste it, blind taste test. Um, I tasted it and was like, this is really good. And then he told me, oh, my gosh, the boys at the end of the table are playing around with their, their mic stand it's, but and they're they have not- totally jacked it up. <laughs> Righty-tighty, lefty-loosey, guys.
0: Was all mad. I had nothing to do with that.
2: I I, I will I will back up kid on that.
3: I'm not sure I had anything to do with that. I think it was Julie.
2: Hi Julie. Hi
3: everyone
1: say hi to
2: Julie.
3: Hi, Julie. Nerds.
1: Nerds. So yeah, but Natterday's really good tasting beer, actually. I mean (laughs) for the price.
0: It was interesting.
1: Oh come on.
2: Now what was it? $13.99 for a 30 pack?
0: have not had a natter day it's essentially a pink lemonade beer would we agree on that
2: yes yes and hey wait kit do you like pink lemonade
0: i do yes there whoa, whoa, whoa. do you like beer do you like beer i do
2: okay end of story
3: nah, they don't go together well <laughs> it is the beer of every saturday and sunday travel baseball tournament for the parents
2: yeah I,
1: yes the wives don't lie, Matt. You've had a few natter days in your day.
3: I can neither confirm nor deny that fact.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's let's okay, get to we're the we're southern we have, tier. Right.
2: We got we we got our two X M, two X Moss, two X Moss, two X Moss Limited.
1: Spice double just
2: ale. Building. Uh, Hi, Colleen. Checking
0: out what we're doing. She hasn't called us nerds yet. Unlike Julie, the the two Xmas
1: Southern Tier,
2: uh, super spicy, ooh, yeah, god very, very awful, very spicy.
1: Uh, I gotta say, that is really bad.
0: Wait, wait, wait,
2: wait. I we we have, have a new taster,
0: Colleen. Smells good. But. So Colleen ooh, says it smells good.
2: That's what she go said. Ahead and
0: take a swig.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and Did it go down the throat well?
1: Hit you over the head with spice.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, I like the no, the she does not like, like th-
1: the end. The she tells Matt she that said. a lot. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so anyway. Yeah. So so we've we've all tried the Southern Tier, uh two Xmas. Uh Kit, you look like you want to say
0: something. I do think that now that Colleen comes out and tries the beer, right? <laughs> I think we should have the girls at some point come and try some of these beers. That would be kind of interesting to see what their reaction is to some of these versus our reaction. Right.
1: You know? it, w-
0: it would be. Because I, I – yeah, I don't like this beer. I mean, th- let me say that this. this is a straight – Christmas beer. Oh yeah, yeah. Absolutely. By far, th- this
2: we, I, the definition you know, of a Christmas beer. Totally. I would
1: say this is my least favorite. Brewed with the orange peels, it,
2: ginger root. Yep. Uh, wait, let me remove my bifocals. Cardamom, <laughs> cinnamon, fig paste, and cloves. Yeah,
0: I mean, you can you can actually taste the quality of this beer. Oh, it's it's. But. Because I'm, as we disclaimed before the podcast, before, yes. right? Like I'm And not if, a anyone,
2: anyone picking up this podcast at this moment, you, we we if, disclaimed it. We are not if, avid Christmas ale, Christmas beer, if holiday you beer like fans. Clove,
1: yeah. this is all for you right here. Uh, well, that's this, a whole
2: other story for me. I could
3: tell you a great
1: this, story about Clove on the Clydesdale scale. A one.
3: I, I pulled the ripcord on this one. Oh yeah. A one? Come on.
0: A so one. this is worse than the Citra Noel for you. Yes. Really. Yes.
1: Wow. Yes. So not just I'm you know? sucking on a pine tree, but now I've got this clove crap <laughs> in my mouth. Oh my gosh, this is and I bought this beer. This is the and one. And you brought.
2: rated a Wiedemann four.
1: This I would eat. I would drink seven Weiderman to this. What about
2: Iron City? Uh, mm. Iron City tastes better than Wiedemann. No, it does yes, not. Yes, it does. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I'm not a fan of this, so... Folks, again, wait I, for I, the next beer. I'd probably rate this... I don't know that I'd rate this worse than the Citroen Noel. I think I'd make it a one seven five or a 2. I can taste the quality of this beer, but, it, again, it's just not my style.
1: Who, who's the tough grader
2: now? <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, <laughs> you guys... The, the Citroen Noel oh, is a yeah. good beer. You guys are just, like,
1: harping on it. Bad. Yeah, I dumped. You well, you dump dumped a lot. Two Xmas. Can't even get through it.
2: So, have uh, I told Matt, you guys Matt, I'm going did, to bre- have I told you guys I'm going to Brew Kettle tomorrow? Brew Kettle? Yes.
3: In Cleveland, right? Yes, we're
2: going up to the Christmas Story House Museum.
3: Oh, great time! You'll love it.
2: For what? To walk through a house.
3: Yeah, it's good time. Yes. What? The
2: Bumpus' dogs will be there too.
3: Buy it. Buy a pink bunny suit.
2: <laughs> we we got that already. Then we're gonna hit brew kettle on the way back. Four dollar pints I hear on Sunday. The, maybe you I, get a major
1: 100%. award. It's a major
2: <laughs> <laughs> The leg lamp? Fragile? Fragile, it's French.
0: I think it's Italian, actually. Actually okay.
2: Italian? Okay. All
1: right, so we have one left, right? One
0: uh, Thank goodness!
1: One good. holiday beer. Ooh, one
0: for everybody. This there's a, a, a four-pack. <laughs> yep. This is a uh, platform beer company. Is a Cleveland brewery and
2: barrel-aged ester. They are known, Belgian-style Christmas <clears throat> ale. Yeah,
0: they are known for being pretty creative in their beer flavors,
1: for sure. So that's why I picked it. Um, I picked it because they are known for being very creative. Uh, and I wanted to go out on a limb and see what they put together for Christmas.
0: I have a problem right away with the marketing on this beer. The word "Esther" does not make me want to drink something. Right? It, it sounds reminds like something of, that I put on my deck to seal it against so, the weather. So, so Mike's opening a beer and he's not handing
1: me one. Well,
0: no,
2: I'm handing it to my cohorts at the end of the table.
0: I'm smelling it, up? but I, I'm smelling sausage. I put two back in the right fridge. Here. All right, because oh, this is wow, going to be
1: so thing. good. Oh. I have two left.
2: Folks, the color—you don't understand.
0: Uh so early rating on this for me. This is like a barrel-aged fruitcake. <laughs> <laughs> I so almost just, got Scott so just to spit like his beer. Matt,
1: right? <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> Wait. Taste it. Try
2: it. Is that, is that Mr. Foreman's? Uh,
1: I can't even wow. get it to my lips <laughs> before a kit makes me laugh again.
0: Do you, Matt?
3: Do you agree with me? Barrel-aged fruit cake. Absolutely. Holy, mm-hmm. wow. That's uh, go ahead, Scott. Give it a shot.
2: <laughs> I can't tell the smell, the aroma.
3: There, it's like the d-
0: delicious <laughs> Esther. Have you ever met Esther before? So,
1: it's better than the last two beers we've had. Oh, God, Yeah.
0: Oh, no. yeah. Uh, yeah. No. I would disagree with you on that, but <laughs> I understand.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this podcast has just gone off the rails, folks.
0: Yep. I, I, wow. I don't know. Like, does Esther have a flavor? Do you think that's the Esther? I think this is it. What's nice about platform breweries,
2: cans, grains, Pilsner Pale, Carl Munch, Caramber, Carafa Special, Chocolate, Flaked Barley, the Hops, Galena, the Yeast American Ale, so the Adjuncts, Cherry, Honey, Belgian Candy, Barrels, Bourbon, Alcohol by Volume 10.2, Plateau 20, the IBU 23. So that's a whole hell of a lot of yeah, it, do, flavors.
0: it doesn't you know to Matt's point it doesn't it doesn't have a 10.2 kick to it so it's got it, So it I, it doesn't, I I
1: doesn't do get a little bourbon
0: yeah
1: I, I get I get a little bourbon yep. um I get a lot of fruit and well, not a lot like,
0: like pruny fruit right like not like citrus it, fruit it, or anything It
1: actually seems as jumbled as Mike just Red off, like it's a lot I going. I was very clear. It's a lot going on mm-hmm. in a beer, right? So the front end, I actually kind of like. The front end, if that's where it stayed, I would probably give it above a five. The back end gets a little rough for me. Yeah,
4: totally it, it, agree.
1: It 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 totally falls off, and I would probably give it a three.
3: Yeah, I, I think the problem—not the problem, but what I'm, I'm picking up is not only the taste, but but the, the the smell I'm getting as I'm drinking it. I'm picking up a lot of that that bourbon barrel smell, which is affecting the taste for me as well. So, um, and that's not my sweet spot by any means. So this is uh, this is probably a little bit lower for me.
1: Uh, lower meaning what number, Mister? You Indecisive? want a definitive number?
3: Uh, yes, please. Four.
1: So you rated it higher than I did?
3: Yes. <laughs> okay. I, uh, I'd
0: i go below... I'd go a one, one 5 on this. I, th- this is maybe, of the beers, kind of one of my least favorites. And, you know, the interesting thing about this is I like Belgians. I like barrel-aged beers. I don't like barrel-aged Belgian Christmas ales with Esther in them. How do you so know? I guess uh, I figured out what but me, I don't like. So, right? so what
1: exactly is <laughs> it that you don't like?
0: I found it. <laughs> Whatever the label here says, barrel-aged Esther Belgian-style Christmas ale, not for me.
2: Folks, Yale just beat Harvard 50-43 to 43 in two overtimes.
1: Thank you for the update. You're welcome. But we're here to talk about beer. So, Mike, did you give this a rating? I
2: believe you heard my rating earlier.
1: Rating is? Just remind me.
2: I believe I belched.
1: That it, What does that translate to in number?
2: I'd rather not put a number on this one. Because the complexity is over my head to be able to rate this one with a uh, honest rating. All right. To be honest with you.
1: So we have tried how many beers tonight? One, two, three, four, five,
2: six, seven,
1: eight. Eight different holiday beers. And the one, I think, consensus that we came to is that the Mad Elf is a great holiday beer. Um, However, be careful if that's the route you go.
2: And I think we all came to a consensus. The 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 winter Lager by Sam Adams is a good beer, but it's not really a holiday.
1: It, it is a winter winter beer,
0: that which means it's is until March down the fairway, right? Yeah, and I and you know I think we also talked a lot about style preference. Here, yes, right? so we did. Were, you know, the, Let's the, clarify that again. Yep. I yes. think the Citra Noel was a split decision, right? And I the other thing I think that I'd mention is 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 Mike mentioned this. There is a beer that's not here that we didn't bring in, which is the Delirium.
2: Delirium Noel. I love. If that you shirt. guys have never had the Delirium Noel, it comes in a bomber, so it's about a 16 to 20 ounce um, bottle. Uh, you can get it at World Market. I know that every once in a while, Giant Eagle has it. It's by far, it's a Belgian Christmas sale. Yep. It's got a pink elephant on it, yep. which all Delirium stuff does. Um, I've given it to as gifts to people. By far. For me, it's one of it's it's the holy grail of Christmas ales.
0: I would second that. I, I've had that beer a couple of times. It is fantastic.
2: But you can't drink a lot of it. As in get one bottle and split it with someone else. Don't drink that whole bottle by yourself.
1: So at the end of the day, the really good Christmas holiday beers are high. are high in alcohol content, Yes, so be careful with them. Very much. If you need something to be safe with and just hit it down the fairway, the Sam Adams Winter Lager is a good good choice to go with. And just like you saw tonight, uh, if you're an IPA fan, uh, the Columbus, Columbus Citroën Noel. Noel is your beer.
2: If you like cherries.
1: Matt Elf. Um, so... Hope that clears things up for everybody. Um, we tried our best to kind of get a variety of different things. Uh, there were things that we liked a lot. There were things that we didn't like. Uh, but we just wanted to give you a flavor and hey, go out and grab some of these. Do your own taste test. Uh, comment below on our on what your flavors are, and we'll look at those and
2: uh,
3: maybe do and, something with that in the future. And <laughs>
2: some of these my, some of these podcasts th- tonight's was a lot longer podcast than we're used to. Yeah, but. We have so much more to say.
1: And what I learned tonight is it doesn't matter what you're drinking, right? If you're with good people and good friends, you have a great conversation, you laugh, you have a good time. That's what it's all about. There's still no meatloaf, down, like, here. Still
2: no meatloaf like. down here. There's still no meatloaf
1: down <laughs> here. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, it was a blast being able to do this. We'll probably pick some genres of beers uh, going forward and do this. Uh, maybe do a stout night. Maybe do an IPA night. Yes. Maybe do a double IPA night. Uh, some things like we, that. We
2: could do a sour night just to try. I mean. Uh, not, I won't come. I'll, okay. I'll, <laughs> let,
1: I'll let you leave that one and I'll just uh, um, stay at home.
2: And, and truthfully, if, if this is, I'm sure you'll hear from us again before Christmas, but with Thanksgiving coming up, have a good Thanksgiving. Have a good holiday season. Um. we're we're, we're all thinking about everyone all of our friends um have fun with beer
1: yeah uh holidays for my family you know we have a little beer a little alcohol my dad's a big brandy guy so well hey weird but hey so scott are you are you going to pennsylvania i am going to
3: Pennsylvania. kid i am going to pennsylvania matt louisville kentucky
2: and i'm staying home
1: so wherever you're going. Find that beer that speaks to you.
2: Find that local pub.
1: Have these fun discussions with your family and friends. Uh, We're just trying to spark some stuff, and we're going to come up with some cool questions. And ask your family and friends who Barbara Bach is. And if they know who that is, be in awe. And if they
2: they have a lisp.
1: If they have a lisp, that's a bonus question. That's a bonus question. question. All right. So thank you so much for joining us on episode three. Uh, we're going to reach out to some more restaurants and breweries coming up in the, in the foreseeable future. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, everybody. Peace out. This has been Craft Beers and Cheat Meals with the Clydesdale Crossfitter. Again, my name is Scott Switzer, and I am the Clydesdale Crossfitter. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode. If you like what you heard, go ahead and hit that like button or subscribe button. And feel free to give us a really good rating. We'd love to see that. Thank you so much again for joining us, and we'll see you next time on Craft Beers and Cheat Meals with the Clydesdale Crossfitter.